Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectivate and I'm joined by Greg. Hello Greg. Good evening, how are you? I'm alright, how are you doing? And we are also joined by Grant. Hello Grant. Hi there, how are you doing? Yeah, we're all good. Um, and we're going to have another look ahead to the weekend's action in Belarus and Germany, our two favourite leagues at the moment. Yeah, looking forward to it. Match day 13 now, actually. Is it already? <laughs> already, yeah. Jeez, time flies when you're having <laughs> Belarusian fun. Um, and obviously, German league, where, with every week that passes, we're starting to learn a wee bit more about it in terms of how the teams are playing post-break. So um, we'll probably gloss over last weekend. That was quite a tough one, Grant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just one of those weekends. I think Gladbach set the tone on Friday night with their red cards. Leipzig followed suit on the Saturday. And we even had the Augsburg miss penalty on the Sunday to round it off. So, yeah, yeah tough weekend for punters in the Bundesliga. Don't, yeah, I don't suppose there'd be many winners uh, in the Bundesliga last weekend. It was a pretty low-scoring weekend as well. So even those that were in search of goals never really got them. Yeah, it's been really good for goals since the the restart, um, but they did dry up last weekend. Um, I think that would have definitely favoured the bookies, but hopefully we can get back on to some winners this weekend. Hopefully we've got a few bets lined up and obviously this weekend we've got La Liga returning, we've got Premier League returning next week and what's your thoughts on are you likely to get involved in La Liga this weekend or again is it just a case of holding back a wee bit until we see how things settle down over there. Yeah, I think it will be a case of maybe just sort of hanging fire for, for a week or two, but I think it's a really packed schedule. I think 110 games in 39 days or something like that. So, yeah, it's going to be sort of fast and furious. So, hopefully that leads to plenty of goals. I'm just looking so. forward to the proper leagues returning, proper leagues such as Scottish <laughs> Division 2, the Scottish Championship, the Belgian Reserve League, the real proper leagues Hopefully they'll return. Norway, Norway's not too far away for you, I know that. Indeed, yes. Looking forward to that starting up. Yeah, so that, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the start of their season, is that right? It's the start of their season, correct, yes. So all the Nordic leagues, so Sweden and Norway as such, they will just start their leagues. I think they're due to start at the end of March, but obviously that's them just kicking off their season now. Yeah. Um, and we'll maybe touch on the Premier League next week when it kicks back into gear and again as you touched on Grant there's just going to be games galore on TV by the looks of it on it's going to be schedules. carnage it's going to be yeah, absolutely carnage yeah. I think I've ever seen a, a summer like it it's a, a football festival almost it's going to be time that's been great spending time with the family and all that in the last few months but I think we're going to have to wave goodbye to them pretty soon and plonk our arse on our sofa <laughs> And get some yeah. payback. Get some payback over the next uh, yeah. few weeks. So, anyway, we're going to kick off with uh, your tips this week, Grant, uh, and we're going to delve into the the lower reaches of Germany this week for your first bet. Yeah, I'm going to delve into the the Bundesliga too um, this weekend. It's a a league that I've been keeping a close eye on over the last few weeks, and I know Greg's tipped up some cracking winners in, in both the second and third tier in Germany on the Mister Fix It site recently. Yeah, it's a great league, mate. Really good, especially for cards and corners. So I think it's always worth um, having a look lower down in the leagues to see see what's on offer. Yeah, that's that's what I've done. The the game I'm going to look at on Saturday is the midday kickoff between Heidenheim and Jan Regensburg. 
Apologies if there's any pronunciation <laughs> errors there. Sorry, <laughs> listeners are well used to it with the Belarusian <laughs> stuff that we've been trying to get out in the last few weeks. So Heidenheim, despite their struggles away from home since the restart, they'll start the weekend in fourth place. Um, but they are still in contention to be promoted to the Bundesliga. It's been their home form that's been key to them competing for a, a top three finish since the season got back underway. And they've won their last three at home in recent weeks by an aggregate score of 7-1. And when you look into their their home form a bit further, it can be seen that they've won nine of their 15 home games and they're undefeated in their last 10 outings at home. And another win on, on Saturday would keep them in contention um, for promotion, going into the, the final three rounds of fixtures. They'll come up against a, a Jan Regensburg side who sit 12th in the table. But they are unbeaten in their last five games and they did comfortably beat Darmstadt 3-0 last time out. However, they have won only two of those five games and they have conceded two or more goals in three of their last five matches since the restart. Two of which were against sides who sit below them in the table. They have also conceded two or more goals in five of their last six league games away from home. And overall, they concede an average of 1.8 goals on the road this season. It's also worth noting that they have failed to win any of their last nine away matches in the league. And that run stretches all the way back to December. So although they've avoided defeat in their last five games, they are defensively vulnerable. And given that Heidenheim have performed so well at home this season, and they still have plenty to play for, the bet I like the look of is for Heidenheim to score two or more goals in this match at 4-5 with bet 3-6-5. Okay, yeah, the teams who score two or more goals is a bet that I particularly like. I've been doing it for years and often find it provides better value than actually just taking a team to win. I see Heidenheim are five to six to win the match, um, but obviously you've gone with the goals bet as opposed to um, to take the three points. Yeah, they, they have been good at home this season. Um, they tend to sort of find it back of the net um, on home turf more often and they do away from home. And they are still in the, in the mix um, for promotion, along with the three sides above them. So plenty to play for. And I, I fancy them to get a couple of goals here against this side who have struggled on the road. Yeah, and I see yeah I'm a big fan as well of teams to score two goals. I think it just gives you that little bit of security around it really doesn't matter what the away side do. They can easily go into a 2-0 lead, but then you're needing three goals to be scored from to win the match. Mm. So I think two-plus goals is a really strong shout against um, the win market sometimes Yeah and just looking at Regensburg's forum actually is it three out of the last five matches have finished 2-2 so that would do us quite nicely Yeah, lunchtime on Saturday Something similar on Saturday would be a nice start to the weekend Indeed so that's our first bet for the weekend and it's Heidenheim to score two or more at home uh, at 45 and that's with bet 365 Grant? Yeah that's the one yeah. Okay, so next up, you're going to look at a, a double and arguably probably mismatch at the weekend. And the first leg of that double is Dortmund, um, who travelled to Dusseldorf. Yeah, um, moving on into the, the Bundesliga, um, a market I'm going to look at is one that I'm a big fan of. I like card markets, booking points. Uh, and somewhat surprisingly, there's, there's been no shortage of cards since the, the Bundesliga got back underway. And the lack of crowds has certainly not stopped German rest when it comes to getting the book out. Um, looking at last week's fixtures, six of the nine games in the Bundesliga saw each team receive three or more cards. 
Uh, and that's really high numbers, something yeah. not usually associated with German football. Traditionally, La Liga and Serie A, they tend to be the go-to leagues when it comes to bookings, but German officials are certainly not holding back. I think I mentioned last week, Grant, I think um, pre-lockdown, I think most games are averaging, I think, 3.5 cars per game. And since the return, it's averaging close to 4.7 now, I think it is, or 4.6. So it's a massive, massive increase. Don't get me wrong, it's a small pot a game so far what six matches six rounds so far but it's yeah. not something I think anyone anticipated there being more cards in these games behind closed doors No I think most people expected the opposite myself included um, so it's been I'm pleasantly surprised to see the, the yeah. card count go up we're hoping it continues um, so yeah hopefully punters have profited from that and I'm going to focus on two teams this weekend with a view to putting up a, a cross match double the first game, as you mentioned, is the, the Dortmund-Dusseldorf game. Um, and Dusseldorf, they are one of the most ill-disciplined sides in the division. Um, they've racked up, I think, 75-plus cards, yellow cards, that is, um, this season. And they are still in deep trouble as they go into the weekend, occupying the relegation playoff spot. They're running out of fixtures to avoid a potential playoff, or at worst, they could still be automatically relegated. So the last thing they need with four games to go is a match with a Borussia Dortmund side who have won eight of their last nine games. They have been quite hard to beat Dusseldorf since they changed manager a few months back. And I fully expect them to try and keep it tight here, to roll up their sleeves this weekend and just try to make life as difficult as possible for Dortmund. And I think they should pick up a, pick up a couple of cards in doing so. They are fighting for survival. They'll be coming up against top-class opposition this weekend. So the first half of the double is Fortuna Dusseldorf to collect 20 or more booking points. Okay. And the other game I'm going to turn my attention towards is the Saturday evening fixture. And what looks like the, the game of the weekend in Germany when Bayern Munich play Borussia Mönchengladbach. Bayern Munich are now only two wins away from the title, but they'll be coming up against a, a Gladbach side to... It could be argued of more to play for, given how fiercely competitive the battle for a top four finish has become in the Bundesliga. I think this could be a, a really entertaining game, and Gladbach will take confidence from the fact that Bayern will be without both Thomas Muller and Robert Lewandowski. Yeah. However, it was Gladbach's ill-discipline that cost them last Friday night when they failed to a 1-0 defeat away at Freiburg. And despite being one of the better teams in the Bundesliga, Gladbach rank fourth when it comes to collecting yellow cards. I think this will be quite an open and entertaining game and, and that should hopefully lead to a few bookings. And given that both Gladbach and Dusseldorf, who I touched upon, both teams have plenty to play for um, going into the end of the season. Um, and not only that, they'll be coming up against the two strongest teams in the league this weekend. So I like the look of doubling up on Dusseldorf and Gladbach, each to collect 20 or more booking points and that combination comes in at 21 to 20 with Skybet. Yeah, it'll be an interesting game, as you say, especially with Bayern missing uh, Müller and Lewandowski. Borussia Mönchengladbach have actually got a really decent record against Bayern. In recent times, I think Bayern have only won two of the last six meetings against them. Yeah, Gladbach do have a good record. I think they won the reverse fixture earlier in the season as well and Marco Rosa has, has done a really good job at Gladbach and yeah, they've definitely got players who could, could hurt Bayern. Okay, so the double is 
20 plus booking points for both Dusseldorf and Gladbach, which pays 21 to 20 at Skybet. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, last one in Germany we're going to take a look at is oh God, Schalke, who has what, 12 games without a win, I make it, um, who hosts by a on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's amazing, considering they're on a form that they're in, they're sitting, what are they in the table? They're 8th in the table. Sorry, 10th in the table. Yeah, that's what surprised oh, me as well. Higher to see where they sit in the table. Um, they just, they've been awful for as long as I can remember. Um, yeah, they, they still sit in the top 10. But yeah, the, the third and final bet for the weekend comes from the, the Schalke game on Sunday evening. They host Bayer Leverkusen. As we mentioned, they've been on a horrendous run of form since the restart, taking only one point from a possible 15. They were in, in bad shape before the enforced break as well and they've now failed to win any of their last 12 games as you touched upon I think their last league win came way back in January so really struggling they, they did stop the rot last weekend when they picked up a point away at Union Berlin but they could have easily have lost that game and they were fortunate to come away with a draw the pressure has really started to build on David Wagner and his side just look like a team who are, are desperate for the season to end, yeah. to, to be honest. Um, this weekend they'll be coming up against a Bayer Leverkusen side who sit just outside the top four. And if Gladbach, who we mentioned a moment or two ago, if they fail to win uh, away at Bayern Munich um, on Saturday night, then a win here would send Leverkusen into the, the final Champions League place. Um, Leverkusen lost at home to Bayern Munich last Saturday, but they bounced back by booking a place in the German Cup final in midweek. And they look set to welcome starman Kai Havertz back from injury this weekend. Leverkusen, they're heavily fancied with most bookies, a general 4-7. to seven. But adding over 1.5 match goals will boost the price up to 5-6. to six, And that angle appeals to me. Leverkusen have won their last three away matches two of which were by scorelines of 3-1 and 4-1, and five of their last six matches have featured three or more goals. It's also worth mentioning that only Bayern Munich have picked up more points away from home this season. And given that Schalke look like a team who have down tools, I'm happy to back Leverkusen to win this game and for there to be over 1.5 match goals, and that could be backed at 5-6 to six with bet 3 6 five. Yeah, I think it'd be a brave man to take anything other than a Leverkusen winning this one. So you've done well to find some backable value in that by adding the, the over one and a half match goals for Leverkusen as well, I think. Yeah, they've, as I say, they've got plenty to play for um, in the chase for that final Champions League spot. Um, and, and Schalke just looks so out of sorts at the moment. Um, everything does point to, towards an away win here. Um and anything but an away win by a scoreline that's not one nothing would would see that bet land. Yeah, and they've it's got a really good spot. I think. Um, sorry, I think that market itself, Grant, is a really good spot. I think it's something we've kind of pushed this season anyway. Is a team at kind of short odds at home anyway, maybe one to two, four to seven. If you throw in the two match goals in the match, get towards even money. So it's definitely a market for those that are looking for something towards kind of four to five even money when you've got a short-priced home favourite, it's, it's worth taking on. Yeah, definitely, as you've kind of set it up there, Grant Schalke, because if they want the season to end, whereas Leverkusen have got loads to play for, they've still got a top-four place to play for, they're in the German Cup final, they're in a strong position in their, their match against Rangers in the Europa League, um, which would take them into the last stages of that competition as well. So, yeah, 
<laughs> a team that's desperate to finish the season versus one that probably doesn't want it to end. Um, yeah, it's a good find at five to six. Yeah, and they have been really good for the most part since the turn of the year, um, bar the odds one or two setbacks. So, yeah, here's hoping they can continue that on Sunday. OK, good stuff. We'll recap the German bets as we get towards the end of the podcast. But, um, yeah, time to have a wee look at Belarus with Greg now. Thank you. So, um, match day 13 is upon us now. Um, match day 12 itself, again, profitable weekend. Probably should have been a little bit better than it was. I think we ended up with four wins out of the eight selections. Um, thankfully, the NAP won for the sixth consecutive week. Yeah, so really some, pleased with that. going. That's well done. Yeah, yeah it's a good there. record. Uh, I think we really should be thanking Bolshina uh, for <laughs> delivering that. That said, Bolshina have fallen one corner short the last two weeks to do us for two bets last week and two bets the week before. Mm. So it's fine margins. So it was a good enough weekend. Um, it was one corner short from being a fantastic weekend. But I'm pleased the nap came in. Um, Dynamo Brest landed, obviously, 11-plus corners as they always do. I think it was 14. I'll touch upon them in a minute. Uh, Dynamo Minsk in that match hit five corners. They only needed four at 10 to 11. And the Rook Brest corners came in as well. Um, the only one that didn't come in in terms of the non-corners market was Shakhtar versus Energetic. Mm-hmm. And Energetic to break that wonderful... Clean sheet record for Alec Gustav. Unfortunately, it finished 1-0. Although I did see on Twitter today <laughs> the top 10 saves in the Belarusian Premier League last week. And Gustav was in it twice. <laughs> was he? Sickening to watch. Gutov, what's his name? Alexander? Alec Gutov. Alec Gutov, the cat. He hasn't conceded a goal now in 675 minutes. Well, we'll, um, come, we'll come on to that because uh, yeah, they played bat on Sunday. They do. Gart mentioned the Bayern Munich match being the game of the weekend in Germany. <laughs> this is the game of the weekend in Europe. Bat stole... Borisov versus Shakhtar. You've just stolen my intro for that match. Thanks very much. <laughs> you, can, you can still do it. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to have a look at the games this weekend. Um, and you obviously give me a heads up on these before we start. There's no Belshina this weekend. What's happened there? No, so I'm really surprised. So obviously I've been slating the bookies about their inability to correctly price up corner markets. So they've obviously given me two big massive fingers <laughs> and say, OK, that's fine. What we'll do here is we'll change the prices. So Belshina are away to Energetic. Now, Energetic are second top in this league. Now, for those that remember last weekend, Belshina were beaten comprehensively at home. At home last weekend, I think they were as big as 11-2 or 6-1 to one to win the match uh, against uh, Minsk. But mm-hmm. they're now away to Energetic, who are second top. Fourth top. Last week, fourth top, sorry. Yeah. The last weekend, we were getting four Belshina corners at even money. Yeah. Now, that did drop down to 8-13 to 13 come kickoff. Uh, but this weekend, they're away to Energetic and we're only getting 46 for four-plus corners. Yeah. So not only are they away from home, they have also reduced the the price of the four plus corners market in that yeah. in that match. So, so for it me, yeah, it's get lost. Um, I'm not getting involved. Four to six, one of those places where you think, Do you know what, I'm not prepared to take it on at four to six. Yeah. Had it been four to five, I would have gladly taken it. Um, now, energetic do concede quite a lot of corners. I think they're the highest in the league almost yeah. uh, in terms of their conceded corner count. But I'm going to give this one a miss this weekend and sit it out. Um, by all means, Belshina may very well hit four and five, but I'm not happy to take it at eight to eleven. 
Okay, fair enough. But we're going to take some corners in the, the Dynamo Brest visit. Of to course Dufino. we are. Of course. Of course why, we are. Why, why wouldn't we? So last weekend I um, called Dynamo Brest the undisputed corner champions of world football. Of the and world. I think of the universe. The universe it was, sorry, last week. The universe. That still remains. Um, 13.8 match corners now they've seen this season. Over their 12 right. matches. It's gone up. Last week. <laughs> yeah, they hit 14 last week, uh, nine four, five against, and, and again that's part of the reason why I tipped Minsk last week because they do concede quite a lot of corners down in Brest. Yeah. So last weekend 14. Looking through their games this season, 12 out of 12, 11 plus corners, 11 of 12, 12 plus corners, and nine of 12, 13 plus corners. So consistently every week they are delivering at least a minimum of 11 match corners in their games. Um, in terms of team corners, they've got the highest in the league. They are hitting 7.4 team corners per game. But as I said before, they've also got one of the highest conceded counts in the league. I think they're conceding just under seven corners per game, which is very high um, for a team that's pushing up uh, towards the, the kind of top three in that league. In terms of Dynamo Brest away games, they've hit 7, 6, 6, 7 and 6. So in all five away games this season, they have hit six or more corners, which is great going. Um, In those away games as well, though, they have conceded 6.4 corners in their away games as well. So it's not just them contributing to corners as I keep on hammering home. They concede plenty too. Yeah. Okay, so what's the bet then for this one? So they're away to Torpedo. Now the bet, there's no, no surprises here at all what the bet is for this match. Um, quite simply, looking at the markets, the bookies have got this one wrong. Now we're getting four to five on 10 plus match corners. And that would have delivered in, what, 100% of 100%, the rest games? Yeah. It should really be four to five for 11 plus corners in this match. Um, I think Torpedo at home, Torpedo are actually having a really good season. They've only lost one of their last nine matches and they're only two points behind Shakhtar in second and league leaders back Borisov in first they're four points behind them so I think Torpedo more than capable of hitting a few corners themselves mm-hmm. now initially when I looked at this market in terms of the bet wise it's definitely going to be 10 plus match corners at 4-5 to five, and that will be this weekend's nap okay. and I'm also taking 11 plus match corners at 11-10 to 10. they're both the sky bet now, initially, I was going to look at Torpedo, team corners, but I think there's no reason to to leave Dynamo Brest out of this in terms of the team corner count. As I said before, they've hit six or more corners now in all five away games. So I'm going to take that to happen again. There are six plus corners at even money um, on Saturday's 4pm kickoff. OK, so it's all about the corners again in the Dynamo Brest game and... <laughs> I mean, even that 11 plus at 11 to 10 feels wrongly played. It does, it really does. And I, I can't understand why they haven't caught it on yet. They've caught it on with Belshina mm-hmm. um, ridiculously um, in terms of the paces for that one. But for this match, really, it should be 4 to 5 for 11 plus. Yeah. The fact we're getting 4 to 5 and 10 plus is an absolute steal, and that's this weekend's nap. And one you should be getting on. Take that, take that all day long. OK, the next game we're going to look at is on Sunday and if ever I've seen a game that's got draw written all over it, it's this one. <laughs> 10th v 11th. Same yeah. number of wins, same number of draws, same number of defeats. I think there's only one goal that separates them. 
Uh, Rook Brest have drawn five of their last seven. Vitebsk have drawn five of their last five. And I was quite surprised to see the draw is actually still priced at two to one. I thought it might have been short. Be odd, odd, shorter. Odd, 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 yeah. Ninety-five or something, shouldn't it? <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. But anyway, we're not looking at the one draw, one market. We're going to look at the corners market. No, it's a good. Point, it's a good. It's a good point you've made, though. I think this match um, is probably involving two teams, two of the most boring teams, I would say, <laughs> so far since the season begun. Um, and it's not two teams I'd be looking at in any way, shape, or form for goals. Probably quite the opposite. Anyone's wanting to back in, back under. <laughs> back this match I don't think Root Brest score many goals I, I do feel sorry for their fans they don't see many goals in their games lots of one alls and nil nils and one nils so this one again Root Brest though have been really good to me in terms of corners looking at their games they have the third best team corner count in the league at home they've hit 7.2 corners per game um, they've got the fourth best overall team corner shout in the league so on on average they're hitting six point two corners per match, but I guess what's really interesting is their home form in terms of their corner performances. So looking through their five home games, it's finished seven three, six five, twelve six, five six, and six seven. So all five home games have seen them hit at least five corners, and four of those five home games have seen them hit six or more. And of those five matches, all five have seen at least 10 match corners. And just to throw into the mix as well, they've also conceded five-plus corners in four or five of those home games. So stats up pretty well. I could see you going to a Rook Brest game, and whilst everybody's waiting for goals and sitting there bored, <laughs> you'd be absolutely jumping out your seat for absolutely. every corner that gets won and conceded. And it's quite good, actually, that there's not many goals. It means the home side, hopefully, will still be pushing on in the last 10 minutes to try and get that winner. Mm. That's the plan, anyway. Um, Vitesk away from home aren't great. They've only won one of their six away games. Um, they've conceded so far away from home in their six games, 7-5, 7-4, 6-4. So they're conceding just under six corners a game, uh, but they're also um, hitting decent numbers away from home as well. So in terms of this match itself, kind of looking at it from two angles. One, the Root Brest corner count. I think we could probably expect Luke Brest to hit at least five or six here. The bookies, again, though, in this one, have shifted it a little bit. We're only getting four to six for five-plus Luke Brest corners. Last week, that probably would have been 10 to 11. So I'm going to be brave and take the six-plus Luke Brest corners at five to four and 10-plus match corners in this game at even money. Okay. They're Sorry. both the sky bet. I was going to say in recent weeks we've seen some of the, the corner bets come in late in the games. You know, they haven't looked particularly promising at half time. So it might pay to be patient. In yeah, Bolshina are a prime example of that. I think Bolshina's last two matches we've napped them. Their first half corner count's been dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please don't tweet me at half time <laughs> uh, any of these bets are yes. in yet. Save your abuse <laughs> until the 90 minutes. Save the, um, it's not happening yet, Greg, until full time. <laughs> Okay. In fact, that's probably quite a lucky omen, actually. I received quite a few texts along yeah. those lines, and they yeah. tend to come in, so they end up begging keep, keep, keep them coming. Yeah, I've seen that happen plenty of times through the years. Um, okay, so our last game, and I'm going to do the build-up anyway, and basically <laughs> forget about Bayern, forget about Borussia Dortmund, forget about the return of Barcelona and Real Madrid. Match of the day in Europe is the top two in Belarus on Sunday, 6pm. It is indeed, um, and it's probably quite fitting that it is the 
late kickoff on Sunday and what is a Super Sunday match of the day, day of the weekend, <laughs> day of all the leagues. Um, first few seconds, Bat Borisov, I know he's starting to motor on now, although they did surprise last week. They threw away a 2-0 lead last weekend, which is a massive shock. And that's given Shakhtar here a real chance to, one, overtake Bat Borisov, which would be an outstanding achievement given how well Bat Borisov have been playing. Um, now, Shakhtar themselves have been a winning machine. But defensively, though, they've just been incredible. They've not conceded a goal now in seven and a half games. I don't care what level you're playing at. To go in a Premier League almost eight matches without conceding a goal is absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Um, Alec Gutov, the goalkeeper, obviously, as I said last week and the week before, he's bought himself a new Ferrari with his new um, win bonus as clean sheet bonus. <laughs> have, you, have, <laughs> you tip, have you tipped off the St. Johnson scouting department about this guy? We don't have one. <laughs> are, are you I'm, St. Johnson scouting department? <laughs> possibly, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually really upset that Shakhtar will be about Borisov because by the law of averages, um, Energetic had lots of good chances last weekend to score against Shakhtar, uh, they, they failed to do that. I was really hoping that Shakhtar would be playing somebody really, really rubbish. Um, I'd be a Bolshina or, apologies to small Avicii fans, but a small Avicii, the teams at the bottom end of the league, because you might have got a decent price on them scoring. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no value on Bat Borisov scoring a goal at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think the bookies are fully expecting one Bat Borisov to win this match. And I think for Shakhtar themselves, it's, it's probably a free match for them. There's absolutely no pressure on Shakhtar whatsoever. They've had a crack and run, and even if they lose this game 2-0, they've had a fantastic season so far. And to be second in the league um, for them, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Remind me, was Bet- this the cup final a few weeks ago? Was it these two that were in it? No, it was Dynamo Brest that were in the cup final. It was Dynamo Brest, so it was oh, against keep, Bar, keep right. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Bat of league leaders, cup winners, I wouldn't touch this game personally in the win-draw-win market obviously, and I think it's difficult on the goals front as well now, I was hearing and hawing about this match around touching it for corners or not Bat Borisov are so unpredictable one week they could hit 10 team corners and the next week they're hitting one mm. there's absolutely no consistency at all in their corner performances this season, in fact they've actually hit less than 3 in 4 occasions they've hit 0 in one match they fit one and they fit two twice, which is really, really low corner counts for a team that's winning most weeks. Yeah, and having it's lots of possessions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lots of possessions, just not a team that creates many corners. Although that, that said, they have fit 11 and 10 in two of their games so far. So they don't concede many corners either. They've only conceded five or more in five of their 12 games. But my logic here is I'm not going to focus on that too much. I think this game will probably bring out the best in Bat Borisov. It's the nearest challengers. They've got a real chance now to give themselves a nice five-point cushion between themselves and Shakhtar in second. Um, and that might benefit us in the corner count here. Yeah. Shakhtar themselves are obviously having a really good season and they're more than capable of hitting at least three or four corners, hopefully five. And if that happens, then I think the four to five on ten-plus corners here between two good sides is, is worth taking on. Yeah, what you're wanting is the, the Belarusian Schmeichel to be 
blocking everything and putting Tipping it out of play for the post over, yeah, the bar, over the bar. Over the bar, you name that'd it. That'd be great. Yeah, that would do nicely. So I, was, I wasn't going to put this one through, but I, I do like the look of 10-plus corners in this game at 4-5. I wouldn't say the stats fully back it up, but sometimes you need to go by more than just the stats. And I think this game between the two best sides in the league so far could be a cracking game. And I think Shakhtar will, will, will be more than in the match. Okay, so that gives us a bet right up until Sunday uh, on the six o'clock kickoff. Um, There's just one more, sorry. sorry. Quick look at Smolovici. They're away yep. to Neiman Grodno. Now, Smolovici, after last weekend's fantastic uh, victory, I think it was their first victory of the season, actually, yeah. they've hit three or more corners in all of their games, bar one, um, which is which is interesting away to Neiman Grodno. So for them to hit three or more, only four to nine, but you could potentially double that up with FC Minsk. FC Minsk are at home to Isloch on Saturday, I think it is, and double for FC Minsk to hit four corners and Smolovici to hit three or, to hit three corners pays nine to ten. Yeah. So just a little late double there. I've kind of okay. pulled together um, involving right. two of the games where I'm not happy to go above the three and the four. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice um, double at nine to ten. That uh, um, FC Minsk game is on Friday, actually. Four o'clock. Ah, four o'clock, great. Yeah. Okay, let's have a wee recap then of some of the bets. Um, if you can kick us off, Grant, with the German ones, that'd be great. Yeah, of course. The first bet comes from the Bundesliga 2 on Saturday at midday in the match between Heidenheim and Jan Regensburg, where I'm back in Heidenheim to score two or more goals at 4-5, and that's with bet 365. The second bet is a cross-match double where I'm backing both Fortuna Dusseldorf and Borussia Mönchengladbach to collect 20-plus booking points. And that double pays 21-20 with Skybet. Um, my third and final bet comes from the Schalke v Bayer Leverkusen match on Sunday evening where I'm backing Bayer Leverkusen to win and over 1.5 match goals at 5-6 with Bet365. Um, Belarus, we kick off with Torpedo v Dynamo Brest um, taking 10 plus match corners at 4-5 and that's this weekend's nap. Also taking 11 plus match corners in this game as well at 11-10 and on the team corner count taking Dynamo Brest to, to hit 6 or more team corners at even money. Now these three bets are with Skybet. I have had a look elsewhere. Couldn't see anything better at the moment now. These prices only came out about 2 o'clock this afternoon, so I've not had a proper, proper chance to look at all the bookies in terms of odds, but that's the best I could find so far, so by all means, have a look and shop about to see if you can find anything else, and if you do, can you please let me know? <laughs> yeah. Um, next up is Rook Brest at home to Vitesk. I'm taking Rook Brest um, in this game six plus team corners at five to four, and also taking ten plus match corners at even money. And again, they're both for Skybet. And finally, match of the weekend in European and world football <laughs> is Bat Borisov v Shakhtar on Sunday evening at 6pm. And I'm taking 10 plus match corners at 4-5. Good stuff. Thanks very much for that, guys. Um, now, last week, well, before we go back to last week, you'll be relieved to know there is no quiz question this week. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of hoping you might have one last stab at last week's quiz question, which was, who is the only player to have played for four teams that have won the Premier League, but he has never won it himself? Not a clue, so you're going to have to give us some clues here. 
Yeah, uh, but the way he played. He yeah. is he is Scottish, if that helps. He is Scottish, if that helps. Which obviously doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't help at all. <laughs> okay. Um, the, t- the teams that he's played for, I think, are Blackburn, Manchester City, Leicester Gimli. City, and one other. Gallagher. Nope. McGinley? Nope. Oh, struggling now. Yeah, struggling. I, bet, I resisted Googling this one, really struggling <laughs> with it. <laughs> Sorry, so his four teams are Arsenal, Man City, Leicester City and Blackburn Rovers. The four teams that he's played for. Ah, so somebody's played in the early days of the Premiership. Yes. Okay, I'm going to put you in your misery. Please do. Paul Dickov. Ah! ah there it is. There ah, you go. That's terrible. It's dead easy when you know. Okay, so yeah, as I say, no quiz question this week, so you can have the week off on that front. And that's us for this week. Don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter at Brownie84Greg and at Slipped Slips Tips, as well as following our own account, which is at Gambler Tips. I'll be back tomorrow with a voice of value. We're going to have a look at the racing on ITV on Saturday ahead of Royal Ascot next week. There might be some bonus podcasts around um, for the racing action on TV there as well. Huge thanks to Grant for joining us this week again. Good luck with your bets, Grant. Yeah, thanks for having me and best of luck with all bets this weekend. Thank you and good luck to you, Greg, with your bets as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. Good luck, everyone. And thanks to all our listeners. See you next week.